All righty. Welcome to the Prowl Report, everybody. It's your host, of course, the one, the only, Panther Guru, joined by Mr. Know-It-All. We're also joined by our special guest today, Carolina Day. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. No worries. Thanks for being on the show, Dave. Happy to have you. Yes, yes. It's a pleasure having you. Awesome. Go ahead and jump right into it. Mr. Know-It-All, your predictions have been You called a lot of the COVID. You predicted that Cam Newton um, was Patriot. And you also predicted that Tom Brady would be in the NFC South. Now, the fans want to know what is going to happen now that Christian McCaffrey could be returning this week against the Chiefs. Um, I do think yeah, we're surprised about how my pages really came in and got really hot uh, after the first went down. So I do believe that Christian McCaffrey and Mike Davis, they will be splitting carries. Um, you know, and should, should we go on a good run and get in a nice playoff position? You should see a lot more. We'll see a lot more of Christian McCaffrey, maybe even out wide as a wide receiver. And we might use Mike Davis more at, as a as an in-between tackle runner because we don't want to, you know, get uh, Christian McCaffrey injured. How about you guys? How do you guys feel about it? Yeah, I think that Christian McCaffrey will come back and still be relied upon heavily like he was in the past. I think that he'll still be a workhorse back. And I think the Panthers are actually going to not do the right thing in doing what you suggested. But I think, you know, if history proves itself correctly, sometimes the Panthers mismanage a lot of their superstars. And I think that that continues to happen in this instance as well. Awesome. Yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying. Uh, we're going to go on to the next topic. So the key Panthers that are performing well at midseason, how do you feel about it? Oh, I could give you a whole list of uh, really good people, but I'm going to start here. I mean, the obvious one is Jeremy Chin. Jeremy Chin's playing phenomenal. But um, I'm going to go ahead and step away from that one specifically and say uh, Derek Brown's been doing pretty well. Uh, a big surprise has been Zach Kerr, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually got a really good pro football grade, um, pro football focus grade, that is. Um, Roby Anderson, of course, has been balling. Mike Davis, of course, you got to throw him in that mix. Um, I think I'll actually go in the opposite direction and give you a Panther that's really underperforming. And I would say that that Panther is none other than Curtis Samuel, in my opinion. Despite Curtis Samuel having that breakout game with his two touchdowns, that's all he's done all season, in my opinion. So you, oh, you, you say so he's underperforming. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I can't say he's underperforming, but I will say that, like, Curtis Samuel, he is. He has, you know, this is a new offense. We didn't have training camp. Um, I, I feel like Coach Rule had to find a way how to utilize him. And I think Christian McCaffrey's in, injury has opened up Curtis Samuel's repertoire and how we're going to use him on um, in our offense. And that's exactly, that's exactly what's going on. Um, but as far as my key player that has been playing through the roof, I would have to say Jeremy Chin. 
I mean, you got to think about it. You're in the NFC South. You're going against all these, all the top quarterbacks, and you're a safety. You're the last chain of defense. And on top of that, you're you're making tackles that get past Derrick Brown. So now we just want to know what you think, who you think is the key player so far in this midseason. I think you got to go with either Brian Burns or Jeremy Chin. I mean, the future looks bright for both them young stars. Brian Burns, you could argue he's the best defensive end in all the NFC South. Wouldn't you guys say? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. I can't believe I mean, we forgot we, Brian Burns, you know? That. Yeah, no, you're absolutely believe. right. We both forgot about that, but we both were seeing Jeremy Chin. Absolutely. And in terms of pro football focus grades, uh, Brian Burns is actually ranked uh, in the top 10. Wow. So he's actually one of the best D linemen in the NFL. Wow. I would say very quietly, too. He's not getting a lot of national attention. No, yeah, he definitely hasn't got the recognition that he deserves yet, but that might be a good thing. It'll keep him hungry. Yeah, he's going to be. I think he'll blossom into the leader of the of our front four. Go moving forward, we get some contribution from Derek Brown. Maybe he can start getting after the uh, passer through the middle. That'd be a big help too. Absolutely, and that actually segues perfectly into our next segment. We're going to talk about wins and losses going forward. Right now, the Panthers sit at three and five. The season looks lost to some people. But it's far from over. What do you guys think will be the wins and losses from this point forward? And we'll go game by game. All right. Uh, let's start with – I'll go first. Sure. Uh, so, I'm looking at the schedule right now. We have the Kansas City Chiefs uh, coming up. I do think hmm, – I think we win that by three points. I think we surprised the you know, I think I think we, we're gotta we gotta get out of this little rut, but I think we get to a fast start um with the Kansas City Chiefs and I don't think that they're playing at their top level right now. Um Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay is really hot on fire. Tom Brady, he's he's he looks very comfortable in that pocket. I believe we lose that, so that's one and one so far. Next we had the Detroit Lions. I got us winning that. That's two and one. And then Minnesota Vikings, I have us winning. That's 3-1. And it's a bye week, week 13. Denver Broncos are the week 14. Um, yes, yeah, so we, we win that. That's 4-1. Green Bay, I think we lose that game. It's 4-2. Then we have D.C. Oh, yeah, D.C. How about say the Redskins? <laughs> we have D.C. Uh Week 16, we so I think we win that. I think that's five and two. And then New Orleans, we lose that. Uh, that's five and three, uh, ending our season at eight and eight. 500. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and take over for Dave for right now. Um, yeah, Kansas City, I think we lose. Okay. We're at three and six. Buccaneers, we lose. We're at three and seven. The Lions, we win. We're at four and seven. Vikings, we win. We're at five and seven. Broncos, we win. Six and seven. Pan uh, against the Packers, we lose. We're at six and eight. Washington, we win. 
We're at seven and eight, and at the New Orleans Saints, it's a throwaway game, eight and eight. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I guess we both have each other. Uh, have us ending at eight and eight. That's uh that's really that's really promising. I think the reason why I think um you know I'm just gonna go to to week ten. We could talk about that uh, because that's the next divisional game we have, and we know our opponents. I do believe that um that game's not gonna be like what we think it is. It's not gonna be a shootout. It's gonna be a ball control, and we're gonna have Christian McCaffrey back, and we're gonna have Mike Brown, and we're gonna have Curtis Samuel. And what I think what we're gonna do, we're gonna start playing for time of possession. And if you notice throughout the uh, throughout our win streaks, we were playing, we were we controlled the ball, we had time and possessions, and you know when you do that, that gives Tom Brady a, a limited amount of time. And like Dave was saying, Ryan Burns, you know he's playing at a nice level. Okay, so let's briefly um, go over Dave your picks for the rest of the season, win losses. Uh, Mr. Know-it-all will give you the games. You just tell us if you're gonna. We think we're gonna win or we're gonna lose. All right, ready? Yes, sir. Week nine, Kansas City. Win or loss? I think we're gonna uh, lose that in a high-scoring game. All right. And then week ten, we got the Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers are locked in. We'll probably lose that one as well. The Lions, week eleven. I think we'll win that game. All right, and week 12, total Vikings. I think we'll win that game. All right, so that's two and two so far, second half. And now week 14, we have the Denver Broncos. I think we'll also win that game. Okay, all right. And week 15, the Green Bay Packers. We'll lose that game. All right, and then the last two games, we have the Washington football team. And, yeah. All right, yeah, we have the Washington football team. Yeah, and then the Saints, yeah. And the the Saints, right. I think we'll close uh, close the season out with two wins. I think we learned a lot from the Saints game to begin with. We just we just gave them too many opportunities. If we can not necessarily ground and pound the whole way because we are a passing offense, but if we can't control the ball, um, the Panthers uh, they need to learn how to do that instead of just trying to match some match through breeze. Right. Uh, that's yeah. usually most teams are going to come up on the losing end of that if you try to go score for score with through breeze. So, me, so yeah, you know, the host we got, we both went for eight and eight. We both got eight and eight from our call. But it's, it's you know, you know what's, you know what's really a, uh, really like gonna be something statement game for us. It's Kansas City. It's gonna tell us what we're made of. This is how we're gonna match up. If you just remember, like years back, every time we played the Seattle Seahawks, we played well. We played streak or played the Patriots. Like these statement games are like one of the things about Yeah, if, if it's a blowout, like you said, with Kansas City, it could lead to, you know, a lot of uh, us losing the next next week or so to Tom Brady. But yeah, these next two games are statement games. 
I would I would totally agree with that. If we pull off an upset with Kansas City, I mean, momentum is huge in the NFL. I mean, we've stayed we've stayed in every game that we've lost and won. We've we haven't really won a game by a blowout, and we haven't uh, we definitely haven't lost a game by a blowout. So if we if we win by a small margin, right. Right. Yeah, we have the last topic, and that's um, one that I definitely wanted to get both of you guys' opinion on. Because we talked about this briefly earlier on another one of our podcasts earlier in the season. But what offensive players do you think are going to come back um, for next year? And I'll give you guys the players and you guys could just tell me which ones uh, you think will be staying and which ones will be going. We're playing the second edition of Stay and Go on the Prowl Report. The first time, I definitely didn't like what Mr. Know-It-All had to say. But let's see if his mind has changed. (laughs) Yeah, man. And let's go ahead and talk about it. First off, let's start with my favorite Panther, Taylor Moten. Stay or go, guys. Um, I think we'll probably we'll stay. We'll stay. I, got, I hope he stays. I mean, that's he's going to be – he's going to call – every week that we don't extend him, it's costing more and more money. I think the only reason they haven't extended him is because they don't know what the salary cap is going to look right. like with the COVID Next issue. person up, but, Mike I mean, Davis. you got to lock him down. Stay or go, guys. Um, He stays. How big do you think his role will be? Uh, I think, I think you know, his career is young. I think um, – it's just kind of hard to figure out where he would go. I mean, maybe the New York Jets, if if that. But I think when you're on this team, you know that this team is developing. There's one-two punch. He's gonna. He's also a good receiver. You know, we've been seeing him. You know, catching it. He's one of the top, I think, receivers in the NFL right now uh, as far as receptions go. So knowing that we had that, I think we would, we would want to definitely retain him. And being that. He's been on other NFL teams and hasn't had this type of opportunity. I, I think, yes, this is kind of like a trial for him for other teams, but I think ultimately he stays. Um, I, I, Yeah, I think he stays. How about you? All right. Let's go ahead and move on to the next player, and that's Chris Reed. Chris Reed. Hmm. Offensive lineman. I mean, uh, he's a guard. Chris Reed. I'll be honest. Uh, I I I don't think. Um, you know what? I'm gonna say he goes. Hmm. Chris Reed does not I, get I retained. Think, I think, personally, I do think that uh, we went all defense last draft. I think this draft, we're gonna, we might go offensive lineman or we might go free agency or for our line. I mean. One thing for sure, you know, we we have we're proving that we can pass the ball. We have one of the top running backs in our in the whole league on our backfield. I believe that we're gonna make Carolina a, a, a to go to hub because 
you know, uh, we have a, a passing attack, and you know that's going to make offensive linemen want to be want to come to Carolina, and you know, especially if we can, if Teddy Bridgewater, you know, can get hot again and get the ball out of his hand fast, and so those blockers don't have to block so long, and you see something. Okay, well, Dave, I'm gonna leave this next one for you, Matt Parodies. Even though his contract does not end technically to the following year, what do you think happens with Matt Paradis this offseason? Stay or go? He got a big contract for a guy that has um, underperformed, in my opinion. Um, I think it's time to, to move on for, from him. I know last year, obviously, he was hurt, and he was playing hurt, so you got to respect the man for playing hurt. Uh, this year, he, I mean, it looked, in the early season, it looked. I mean, he looked great, but then – you put you couple him with some not so uh, good guard play, and he he can't he's not enough to make up for it. So I think he goes. Okay, and then I'll let you do this next one as well, the one that I definitely says he goes. But let's see, Curtis Samuel. <laughs> he um I I think he is uh, situational. I think he stays for the right price. That that being. Um, a contract that's team friendly due to his issues uh, with injuries. So maybe like a three-year deal, four, four point five, five million a year. Uh, that'd be the the most I could see the Panthers using or spending on him. Absolutely. And I'll leave this last one for you, Mister Know It All, Russell Okun. Man, like I say, uh, I do think we're in a situation where. I hate to say rebuild, but I do think, you know, we got to bring some younger talent in or eventually. I think we, we keep him, but I do think that we draft somebody to uh, be under him. And we, we may, we like I said, we may even go into free agency and find uh, a replacement for him because um, he may even retire this year. So we don't know. So, mm. Absolutely. Well, I won't keep our fans waiting too long, but it's been an excellent time here on the Prowl Report. And we'll definitely yeah. quickly uh, go through the injury report for the game. So this is Wednesday's injury report. Jeremy Chin actually did not practice with a knee issue. Um, Corn Elder, Zach Corr, and Russell Okun were all limited in practice. Corn Elder with a neck issue, Zach Kerr with a toe issue, and Russell Okun with a calf issue. And uh, full participants in practice on Wednesday are Teddy Bridgewater and Dante Jackson. So Jeremy Chin did not practice. Jeremy Chin, yep. Uh, you know, I like I said, man, he keeps, you know, he's doing talk to hear Whitehead's job, <laughs> you know, banging up so he can rest, you know, and uh, let's just, you know, it's, it's been a long week, you know, after playing the Falcons and then, Sunday game as well, so now, you know, he can rest up a little bit and come back this weekend and hopefully get another W over the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not writing us off, man. I think we win by a field goal. But, uh, yep, that's all I have to have for today on my mind. Awesome. You, you want to add on to that? Yes, Google? this is what I want to add on to it. We've got a brand-new website and you can make sure that as a Panthers fan, you subscribe to our news feed. 
because everybody that just subscribes to our newsfeed is automatically entered in our giveaways and will be receiving a free gift from us. So make sure that you subscribe to the newsletter and make sure that you're staying up to date with everything the Proud Report. And if you want us to continue to play more games like we did with the second edition of Stay or Go, let us know on Twitter or Facebook or IG. But I want to thank Panther Dave, Carolina Dave, excuse me, Carolina Dave, for being on the show today. And I want to encourage anybody that wants to be on the Proud Report, just reach out to us. We'd love to have you on the show, and we'd love to talk Panthers football with you. All right, everybody be safe. Have a great day, and take care. All right.